Today, I'm joined by Aisha Ahmed, who is an Emirati writer and poet from Ras al Khaimah. She has a degree in tourism studies and has a multitude of different participations in cult beauty of nature, life, and romance. And she is also the winner in the Arabic poem category in the Ras al Khaimah Fine Arts Festival. Thank you for joining us today, Aisha. Can you tell us a bit about your background, please? Hi, good morning. First of all, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm so glad to be part of your podcast. So this is Aisha Ahmed. Um, as a few mentioned, I have a degree in tourism studies. So what I actually do is I'm a tour guide specialist. I work in the in Department of Antiquities and Museums. Uh, to be very specific, I work inside the museum of Ras al Khaimah. So, uh, my job is about welcoming the guests, telling the story or the history of Ras al Khaimah and the UAE, uh, the cultural one, the history, and, uh, it's, uh, it's a very challenging job. Uh, it's a very great one. So, this is what I do in life. Sound multi-talented, Aisha. You know, you're sort of looking at the heritage, heritage and culture, and you write poetry as well. So, um, tell yeah. us what is the inspiration for your poetry? Poetry in general is definitely life. Life inspired me in everything. So imagine you wake up uh, early in the morning. You see, it's a very cloudy, very. Uh, the weather is so nice. This is this is an inspiration. Uh, imagine you're having a very tough day. Then you will uh, have your very beautiful cup of coffee. The cup of coffee is an inspiration also. Um, the hardship we go through, the happy days. And I always say, Aisha writes when she's extremely happy or extremely sad. So yeah, life in general inspires me with every aspect in, the, in it. I think your poems are beautiful and the way you sort of describe this, uh, I'm awestruck. I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, the poem that you had in the Iraq uh, Fine Arts Festival, if you can also tell us about the meaning of that. Um, and then after that, uh, explain what is your ideal place to write poetry. Um, I just think your poems are wonderful, wonderful poems, Aisha. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I'm honored to be, uh, to be like this and you tell me this and you're also a very great poet and yours uh, as well was very touching and very like, very hopeful. So mine in Arabic it's called Ihtibas Qahari. So in a very general way, uh, let me tell you something. We are human beings. We're always connected to this nature since we have been born and since, since the creation of this of the earth right we're connected in somehow to this nature so i was trying to describe that every person is a uh, um, is going to represent a season in his journey and by the way when i mentioned the season i mentioned them all the autumn the spring the winter and also the summer because uh, the the very hard one actually is the spring spring where it's uh, 
the heart bloom, your feelings are blooming where the happiness and everything, which I think is a very difficult one to, to reach. But at the end, you will reach it one day. So we can be sometimes very sad. We're representing the autumn. Sometimes we're very bright. We're representing, sorry, the summer. Sometimes it's, we're just feeling cold in our feelings, like the winter. And uh, sometimes it's also very depressing for a lot of people. But at the end, you will have the day when you will bloom, when you will have your own happiness, when you will have the day actually you have waited for for a long, long time. I'm mesmerized, absolutely mesmerized by your poetry. <laughs> it's beautiful. Thank you. And uh, yeah, you mentioned about the places. I actually write literally everywhere. <laughs> Whenever I have the chance to write, if I got the inspiration, um, I'm passionate about writing something. You will see me uh, holding even like the notes of my phone. I don't care. A uh, piece of paper at work. And actually one of my books, uh, there's a big part of my book. I wrote it and I was at work because I have no time. So yeah, it was written even at work. <laughs> whenever you had the chance, whenever you have the opportunity, the places doesn't, doesn't, uh, doesn't mean anything. It will not interrupt you in anything since you have the passion. You have, you have your own key in your hand, you, which is the pen or your passion. Everything is in your hand. The places doesn't mind. I, I think from my point of view. Spoken like a true poet. Um, and it's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. It's just, I just think it's so brilliant. Um, so what is your most favorite poem and why? In uh, general or mine, like? Could be both. It's up to you. Could be both. What is your favorite poem and why? I have, I have, is it, do you mind if I said I have never uh, thought of, like, this would be my very favorite poem? Unless... Uh, the very first one I already published in my first book, um, it's about the waiting. It's called, in Arabic, it's called Kursi Intidar, which is actually the title of my first book. And uh, in English means the, the chair of waiting. So because I wrote it maybe in 2013, I was very young and it has a very like meaning to me. So, yeah, I, sometimes I only feel very connected to this. But, like, in general, a very, po very favorite poem, never thought of this. I think this is amazing because each poem represents something, you know, and uh, especially the first one that you talked about, different seasons as well. I think it's equally important that sometimes, you know, you have to go through these processes um, mm -hmm. in order to, you know, in order to bloom and in order for the poetry to flow as well. Um, yeah. why, why do you think poetry is important? Why poetry is important? Well, there's too many answers for this, but let me tell you something. I told you when we met that I'm an introvert, so I don't like to speak a lot. I don't like to, <laughs> to socialize with people. It's not, the problem people and not with me but i don't like to speak a lot so this is my weapon let's say 
I don't speak a lot. I don't socialize, but I will always put everything I have in the writing and the poetry. You know, it's uh, it's actually an opportunity for people who doesn't speak a lot, who doesn't know how to uh, how to describe or de- deliver. Let's say deliver their uh, feelings, whether they were very sad or maybe it's a love confession or anything. Writing is the only way for doing this and sometimes I always say this the writing letters or the poetry will always hit different whenever you deliver it to someone like imagine you wanna you wanna greet someone in his birthday okay um you just write you just you just make a call okay this is different than uh writing a letter on your hand uh, with your handwriting or you're trying to write a very beautiful two sentences to him in this birthday believe me it will be very very different uh it will hit different the feeling will be very uh astonishingly never forgot i i think it's amazing because you know being humans, poetry across the world, across all cultures, across time, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's an art form as well. It's a form of communication. It's something that has been, I, I would say maybe since, since the beginning of hu- humanity, in a sense, if you look at the legacies in different civilizations, if you look around the world, mm-hmm. poetry is something that's there because we feel it deeply. You know, we're humans. We have emotions. Um, mm-hmm. And we can relate to poetry, you know, in, in 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 its form. So, as a poet, and as a renowned poet now, because you've you know you've been at the festival and your poetry has been celebrated and it's been appreciated as well publicly. What does the future hold for you as a poet? Well, this is a very hard question. So we don't know what's the future, what's in the future, but I, I really, really deep in my heart wish I will never stop doing this. Uh, because sometimes, and this is, I think, the very hard period of time for any writer in this world, not only the poet, the poet, when you feel like you, you want to settle down, you want to, you want to stop. It's, you, you know what I mean? Yes, I understand that sometimes the journey continues, but the traveler is weary and, you know, you need to find a sense of creating a home for your heart mm-hmm. and your soul and for yourself. And in, 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 yeah. I sort of understand what you're saying, that it's lovely to, you know, climb mountains and to be inspired and to go through the winters and the autumns. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's just nice to rest in a spring. So, yes, I I, I understand. Yeah. And it's sometimes it's... Um... It's not in your hands. Like you want to write, you want to, you have something in your mind, but you can't. This is a very hard, uh, the, this is a very hard uh, period. I have been there for multiple times. Uh, so yeah, that's why I'm telling you, I, I don't want to stop. I want to be always, um, fascinated about this. I want to have the passion. I want to have something that moves me to, to write more. Uh, I want to have the right appreciation in this kind of field so I can uh, continue this journey, the very beautiful journey, because I can say being a poet 
have changed too many things in my life. It's opened opened too many doors. I never thought it would be for me uh, in this life. I have met a, a lot of new people in my life. I have been um, educated more. Uh, um, yeah, I don't want to stop. <laughs> Absolutely wonderful. I know the future holds a lot of good goodness in store for you, Aisha, because your poetry is very moving and I know it's moved a lot of people. Certainly your poem moved me a great deal. Would you like to recite uh, a few of your poems, maybe the one at the festival and then an, and another one if you would like to recite it? Uh, so the first poem I'm going to read is in Arabic and it's called Ihtibas Qahari. أنت فرح وذاك حزين وأنا أشعر بتقلب اضطرابي نحن أيضا كالمناخ والمواسم تارة يمطر قلبنا حبا وتارة تعصب بنا الأحاسيس تارة تسلج صدورنا وتارة محرق بالأكاذيب هكذا نحن بشر بمناخ ومواسم بتقلبات وتباريس ليس عيب ليس خطأ ليس حكم لنتبعه ونصبح عروضا معتدلة لربما نحن مدار استوائي بحرارة باحتباس قهري لربما يأتي يوم نزهر فيه ونغدو بستانا وردي لسنا نعلم ما هو اليوم ولا الغد ولا أي يوم نات نحترق ونسقط ثم تسلج وبعدها يأتي الربيع نغدو زهرا نصبح حقلا نعلن عن اعتدال مناخي فكما يحزن الخليف يولد بعدها الربيع بغنائه الشادي جميعنا مواسم مختلفة لربما لم يزهر بعد لكن ربيع هوات So this was the first one <laughs> We have already explained this before recited, Beautifully recited If you could just give a, just a very brief overview of this one again Okay, so we mentioned about our uh, us being very connected to this nature, to the weather, to the, um, to everything related to the nature in this world. And, um, everyone, uh, in his journey in life, he will represent, uh, the seasons, uh, the four seasons. Okay. And, uh, yeah, what I want, what I want to say, uh, don't be ever disappointed because you're still in the autumn. Uh, period of time because after autumn you have to remember that there's always spring coming so if you're in your depression uh, in your depression or you're very sad or something remember that at the end you will always bloom you will have the day that you will have your own spring your own power you, you, your, your day the day that you have always waited for because even at the night we, we might be very depressed. We might have a very big problem. But the next day, we, I mean, we will have another day. We will have the new sun, the, the new hope and everything. So it's never it's Okay. How wonderful. Absolutely beautiful. And then if you can recite um, the other poem as well. And so inspired, Aisha. Absolutely inspired by your beautiful poetry thank you so much okay so the next one i will read actually 
it was the winner for the Rock Fine Art Festival for the last year, where the theme was the journey, and they wrote the poem about Jazirat al-Hamra itself, and I will explain it after reading it. Okay. So it called al-Hamra tabtism min jadid. لمرة الأولى أرى فيها مباني تبتسم كل يلتفت للآخر ويبتسم صدمت فسألت كيف وهل يعقل شيء كهذا؟ قال لي أحد القانطين هنا سابقا عزيزتي كان المكان هكذا عيالة تغنى وترقص أهالي تأتي وتسأل عيد وهازيج رجال يصيدون وامرأة تصبر صوت مذياع يعمل بالبطاريات يجتمع حوله الجميع ويبحث عن القصص والإخباريات أناس قلوبها على بعضها قبل أن يكون قلبها ملكا لها والآن هي عادت تبتسم بعد أن تم هجرها وتيتمت مبانيها وتصدأت بسبب دموع الشوق للحياة عادت لتسمع العيالة نفسها تسمع أصوات سكانها أحفادها يلعبون في أحضانها تحتضن زوارا وتقف خجولة لتسمع ما يحكى عنها عن تاريخ عن ذكريات عن أيام عاشتها عن تلك المباني المبتسمة عن الحمراء الجزيرة التي تبتسم من جديد So now I will explain it. You're with me? Yes, yes. I, I, I'm mesmerized by your beautiful recitation. You read it so, yeah. so it, in such a wonderful and ethereal manner. Really wonderful. Yes, Please do, do tell us about that. Yes, uh, I told you that I really like this one. I really feel connected to this. Uh, I wasn't happy only because it was the winning poem. No, I, I was so happy because people will have the chance to read it. Uh, now I will explain it so you can understand why I'm so happy about it. So it's called Al-Hamra Tabtism Min Jadid. Al-Hamra, it's the Jazirat Al-Hamra, the heritage town, uh, that smiles again. So actually the history of this, um, the history of this heritage town as I have known it and I have been telling people about it or the visitors since I am tour guide specialist. So the, this, this place was very full of life. People, they have also their own type of music. There were always uh, lots of celebrations. People were caring about them, their neighbors more than they care maybe about themselves. Uh, there's also a part where people were gathering um, around the red, uh, the sound of the radio, so they can know the news. Uh, they can listen to the music. This is how life been before. And then the the abandoning happened, which was at the late of the seventies. So they abandoned the whole uh, uh, the heritage, the heritage town. It was all abandoned. So it was very sad. The build, the building was. Um, I have mentioned in the po- poem. That the building was, uh, was tired of uh, crying because of missing people, missing the life. How was it before? Uh, and then, um, they start to bring the life to this, uh, to this, uh, to this area. Uh, they start the, what was it called? They start the work. They start the renovation works and everything. And they actually, brought back uh, brought back the life to this 
uh, heritage town, the very beautiful heritage town, and also by the um, the Rock Fine Art Festival, which I want to really thank for having the festival in this town. It's actually brought back life to this uh, to this town because I have been there before before the festival happens. I have seen the the progress of the renovation and the 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 work what's was happening in this area because I was uh, also a student at the university and I remember one of my uh, one of my projects before in one of the subjects uh, the tourism subjects uh, to talk about one of the heritage places how how you can make it an a tourist attraction this actually was before the any work happened in the in the town so yeah i have seen it before and i worked in my own project i remember the university and it was like my project became uh became true but it wasn't in my hand but it became true i have seen it then the rock fine art festival happens when they were having the festival in the uh, in jazirat al-hamma the heritage town it's very beautiful i felt that Literally, I felt that the building was smiling again. The, they were happy. The building itself, they were happy. And they have mentioned in the poem that uh, each building was uh, very shy because there's a tour guide who's speaking about the history of, of them, the building, the, 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 the town. And, uh, yeah, they were very shy to be hearing their history retold uh, to, the, to everyone in this world, the cities. The, the town story is is important again. It has the life. So yeah, and the red smiles again. Amazing, absolutely amazing, and how beautiful you know about your dreams coming true and um, the poignant insights and perspectives that you had. And Aisha, yeah. wow, you think you think very deeply. Uh, amazing, you have the heart of a poet. <laughs> So beautiful, <laughs> absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah, I really liked it. <laughs> amazing, absolutely stunningly amazing. Thank you so and much. By the, yeah. yeah, and uh, there is a part also that I mentioned that one of the uh, uh, people from the town, he talked to me and uh, this everything. This actually happened for real. I didn't only write it in the, in the poem. No, I remember when I was doing the uh, researches to have the um, to prepare the guideline for the for the tours, uh, when I was like meeting the people of the town and everything, he told me a lot of things, and I was very inspired by the way he was talking. And I was imagined how this place was. I think it was a very magical one, and I was so moved by this. Yeah, this is, you know, it's really interesting because this is the impact of human life and legacy, you know. Yes. As humans, I think our souls, we we hold a certain power in our souls and the, the footprints that we leave behind, uh, you know, the legacies and in between the generations as well. And our spirit as as humanity uh, leaves, leaves a lasting impact. Um, and what would be your uh, message to the audience, Aisha? My my message, like in general. Or? Um. Yeah. So, in in overall, what would you like to say to those that are listening to the podcast? 
Okay. The very first thing is never stop dreaming. Never. Whatever hardship you have in your life, wherever, wherever you have a very miserable, let's say, life, because I have been there. <laughs> the, the winning poem wasn't written because I was very happy. I was very, I was going through a very hard time. See, you have to, you have to find your chance even in your very hard time. Uh, uh, never, 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 literally never stop dreaming and, uh, continue, continue trying to find your, your own thing, your own passion thing. You have to try everything in this world you, until you find what, what's really, uh, I will not say it suits you, but you feel very comfortable and happy making it. And yeah, never stop dreaming. Even if you are like, uh, 60 there uh, because the age a lot of people they think a lot of about the age that oh no we um, we are like 30 let's say we can complete uh, we can we can do anything we can't accomplish what we have dreamed uh of in our whole life no never stop dreaming age is never is age is never an excuse uh there is no actually an excuse you are the you are the excuse of yourself. If you're not moving from your chair, you're not doing what you like. You're not searching. You're you're not trying to find uh, what you like or what you really want to do. You will never accomplish something. So you have to search. You have to you have to fail until you make it. Yeah, never stop. Dream big.